When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Saturday. Yes, it's spinny Saturday, even though I'm not participating in the weekly theme on the Best Bet Show. Fuel of 68, all made possible by Bet Rivers, Kai McKeon, Jim Root, Matthew Cox. The Elite Eight is what we're discussing today and tomorrow. And then after that, we will only have four. Some interesting teams in this field left, gentlemen. No one seeds. They've all been sliced and diced from the mix. People are whining and complaining, and uh, people, by that I mean both of you. However, I'm hopeful that our owls will advance. We'll get to that in a second. Jim, any takeaways from the Sweet 16 action? Uh, yeah. Houston and Alabama, the presumed favorites, were terrible. Like, awful. They were really bad yesterday. Mm-hmm. I guess that's like hearkening back to what we've seen all year, where there weren't elite teams, and there was a debate about who's number one, and is this going to be the wildest tourney ever? Well, yes. Yes, it is. No one seeds in the Elite Eight is crazy. First time it's ever happened. Brandon Miller was three for 19. He was one of the worst players in a tournament ever in terms of efficiency on volume. I think Norlander tweeted, he's the first guy to shoot less than 20% on more than 40 attempts in a tournament. He was terrible, like absolutely hideously bad. Uh, Alabama just seemed lost offensively. I know they couldn't hit shots, but you got to have a recourse on that. And Houston, did they care about playing defense yesterday? It was really weird to watch that team be completely disengaged, Kai. Uh, So I am just dragging the two one seeds yesterday they were horrific Mm -hmm. jim they also combined 12 for 58 from three and yeah they weren't great and houston's defense was disappointing sometimes just comes down to three-point luck and you can say what you want about alabama but three for 27 from three it's not what they usually shoot it's tough it's tough that it happened in this setting i i am uh on record as saying that i like upsets early in the tournament i hate it when it gets down to the final four because In a large sample size, guys, we want the best teams to win uh, and get to the Final Four and have a legit title contender winner. We're going to get Creighton, San Diego State, FAU, or Kansas State in the finals. And frankly, none of those teams are top five. None of them might even be top ten. And that's tough for me to reconcile, Matthew. Um, well, what do you want? Do you I, want I don't a seven like game it. series that has the best winner, or do you want a no, fun tournament that everyone loves? I, I just no, wish the good teams, would, yeah, I wish the good teams would take care of business. Um, not too much. To it have. sucks. The right side of the bracket is very stacked. It, it, it's a shame that we got UConn Gonzaga today. Um, but hey, them's the breaks, as they say, and we're gonna discuss these games anyways and have a great time, no matter what, no matter what happens, Matthew. Yeah, one game sample, anything can happen, gentlemen. So mm-hmm. you want the madness of the tournament, you have to accept the outcomes. It's the game. We all play when you sit down at the table. The dealer deals the cards. The roulette table spins the wheel. That's what you. Uh, those are the rules of engagement. Um, but speaking of one of the 
bracket busters, as they used to be called. Let's talk FAU. Wait, Matt, make K-State. sure you use yes. promo code FIELD on underdog. You got to say it. You got to say it, man. Come oh, I'm on. sorry. Do I have to fire up time. the ad reads? Mm-hmm. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Promo code FIELD on underdog fantasy, $100 match on your first deposit. Now we talk games. Thank you. Why don't you send me the other ad? I don't have them pulled up. I've had show prep by me. But anyway, while that's happening behind the scenes, we'll be multitasking and talking about this game on the court under the bright lights at Madison Square Garden, FAU, K-State, a winner goes to the Final Four. I mean, I, I could wax poetic about my owls all night long. I'll go to Kai first for his takes. Um, I mean, really, it comes down to can you stop Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson, right? It's kind of what this game really comes down to. I guess, and they really can't. Uh, maybe Noel, they can stop. I don't think they can stop Keontae. I think he has a real advantage. Um, we've talked about Kim Palm versus Market Lions here. We talked about, remember, K-State was a two-point favorite, end up two-point dog in Michigan State. Well, FAU is a one-point favorite on Kim Palm, yet they find themselves as a one-and-a-half, two-point dog in the market. I'm going with FAU, guys. I, I, I love this team. I am rooting for them. That is a biased opinion. Um, I, I really think... This team rocks, number one. Talk about being underseeded. We're having a little bracket discussion in the chat. FAU is underseeded. A lot of bracketologists had them six through eight seed. Um, they ended up a nine. They're 34 and three right now. That's ridiculous. Um, they've beaten really good teams as well. Super deep, multiple weapons, really hard to prepare for in a tournament setting. Anybody can beat you. We know he's going to beat you for K State. We know it. FAU, you have no idea. And that makes them challenging. And we think Dustin May is a great coach as well. Pretty much on par with Jerome. I'll probably throw Jerome Tang higher, but Dusty May is no slouch. I'm going with the heart, Jim. I'm going FAU. I I, I agree with you, and not just heart, Kai. I agree with you on mind as well. My, my the way I evaluate this game, both these teams are actually really fun, uh, despite you know, like we said, not maybe being super exciting as national title winners, which I definitely agree with. Uh, but they are fun to watch. There's a lot of playmaking on the court. There's a lot of shooting, scoring. But man, K-State got like a perfect game for Marquise Noel and still barely scraped by Michigan State, mostly because swish-ish, Ish Masu had a monster game. I don't know if that's going to happen again. He had a couple logo threes, hit that huge uh, two-pointer on the baseline inbounds late in overtime to beat Michigan State. They needed that from him. FAU's just got so much more balance. I think they will force Marquise Noel to finish at the rim, whereas Michigan State kept helping. Sissoko kept coming over. People kept coming over, opening up cutters, and Noel would just hit them over and over again. I think FAU's going to be pretty well prepared for that after watching that game tape. They've got actual size in the paint. Golden could be the best big on the floor, Matt. I do think this is probably more a Rosado game, though. I hope uh, so. Just with his versatility, mobility. I think he could be a real weapon here. And just the the amount of options that FAU has. Dusty May said it in his little post-game locker room speech. He's like, I don't know who's going to score next round, but I know one of you will. Three more. I love that speech. It got me real fired up. He knows that that team has a ton of dangerous balance. It's not balanced because no one's good. It's balanced because everyone's good. So my best bet is FAU plus two, Matthew. Love it. Shame on me for not making this my best bet, but I will be betting FAU as well. Yeah, I mean, last game it was Forrest, right? Who was their best player a year and a half ago, effectively, and then he's kind of fallen into this role player lower end of totem pole because all these young guys have emerged, um, and he'd been in a rut, and just he comes out of nowhere. I'm with you. Golden's been struggling, Jim. I hope they kind of deploy Rosado. He's a bowling ball type of guy. I think he can score against the leaner K-State front line. Um, it's worth pointing out, David Gesson for K-State's been kind of a major factor for them. Um, limited minutes off the bench, he was not healthy down the stretch. I think he's a big boon to that defense. Uh, he should help the Purple Kittens here. But yeah, I mean, what else, what else is there to say about FAU? Their guards are awesome. 
even the announcers like Anderson, Jim on the call was like, wow, these FAU guards have some real bounce. Like just when you see Boyd in person and Greenlee, like they're just a lot more athletic and, and quick uh, than I think you probably give them credit for. Obviously, Noel's a different beast, but I, I don't think they're going to be com- entirely torched uh, by Mr. New York City, uh, who I should not have called a fringe role player. I'm sorry. I meant to say he was sort of like a, one of many quality talent players at Little Rock, and then he emerged into a, a blossoming star. So I apologize. He's like Sunbelt Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah. Our later over, in his our, career. As I was saying early, he started as a sophomore. Like a, our overlord, Jeff Goodman, talked to his old coach yesterday and said he was really impressed by the evolution as a passer because he like kept trying to make him be a true point guard at Little Rock, and he was resisting. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be a trucker. Very much. And now yeah. look at look at what he is now. So uh, apparently Walker was really, really impressed by that progress from him. And I am too, Matthias. Yeah, it's been awesome to watch. All right, we're going out east. I'm sorry, we're going from east out west to the desert. Gonzaga, Yukon. Um, Julian Strother with a notable shot. Uh, the Chris Jenkins impersonation, as uh, Jordan Majeski called it. Slipping by UCLA after a disastrous defensive effort, Jim, and an even more disastrous late game holding lead effort, I guess we'll call it. I think the market is sniffed that UConn is just the really... You know, kind of the juggernaut we saw early in the season. The money's been bet up to minus two and a half. It opened minus two. I kind of like UConn here, but I think this is a little too high. I think it should be closer to a pick personally, but maybe I'm just discounting the Zags' terrible defense. It depends where you look on open. Um, like, for instance, a place out here in the desert, very well respected. Open pick quickly, quickly got bet up. I was able to get in at one on UConn. I still lean that way, minus two and a half. I think the Gonzaga defense got exposed first half against UCLA. And then the Bruins kind of ran out of gas because they were entirely reliant on three people to score offensively. Didn't have a lot of recourse beyond them. I do like the Gonzaga went bigger. They sized up in the backcourt with that Smith Salas combination. I think we're going to have to see a lot of that today too. UConn has bigger guards. I don't think Bolton or Hickman is going to stop Jordan Hawkins. He will go absolutely nuts. If either of those guys guards him, that means you need Salas out there as the shutdown guy. Uh, but then the other concern is in the paint. I mean, Timmy's a monster, but he's going against huge size with Sonogo and Klingon. Potential for foul trouble as Sonogo pounds him inside. I I, I know we have the uh, Sonogo Ramadan fasting that is still going on, but it didn't affect him at all last game. So I'm not factoring that into the handicap at all. He seems very used to it, accustomed to that. He, he wasn't bothered. I just think UConn's better. Maybe I trust Mark Few more, but UConn's roster is just better after Drew Timmy, it's pretty much all UConn there. Yeah, you can check the tapes, guys. I'm on record saying this is the most underseeded team of all time. They were number four in Kim Palm coming in the tournament, and they were a four seed. Most underseeded team of all time. They're not number one in Kim Palm. And at this point, I fully believe they're the best team in the country. I said it in Portland when I saw them. I'm saying it now. They got through the little lull in the Big East. They're back. They've dominated Arkansas, St. Mary's, Iona. They look like the best team in this tournament, and I, it's hard. It's it's hard to argue otherwise, in my opinion. Um, they're best, better than anyone, better than anyone's best. I love Gonzaga. Great offense can always win, of course, but I do think UConn has a lot of answers for Timmy. And like Jim said, past Timmy, it's UConn uh, talent wise. Mark Few, better coach than Dan Hurley for sure, but I like UConn here. I, I'm going with the Huskies, Matthew. Yeah, I think UConn and Tennessee were both the two teams where I felt like. You know, I, I've made the swingers comparison to the Mikey, John Favreau, you know, these big bears with the massive claws. And UConn's actually started slashing things and doing what they're supposed to do. And Tennessee sort of forgot how to use that, that those weapons. So I, I, UConn's a complete freight train. I, man, I'm rooting for the Zags with my heart, but I can't. You can go what's faith what's the John Favreau thing? Do it again. And swingers. 
this big when we do the impression of the senior or just yes. me slashing the screen? I would like you to do the impression of the senior. No, I'm gonna do the ad read because I feel bad <laughs> I messed up the opening ad read. Um, some questions from chat mob we'll get to in a second. If there are any, there may not be any. Um, we've answered every question. We're just so good at this. But have you guys gotten tired of prove trying to prove that you won an argument, which I don't really get tired of that. I just know I win most arguments against Kai. But going forward, I need to show him receipts because he does not seem to accept the victory when I mm-hmm. claim them. Well, good mm-hmm. thing for me, there's this new app called Vaulted, V-L-T-E-D, new sports prediction app that allows you to turn my opinions, your opinions, into cold, hard facts. Store all of your predictions and hot takes in your own vault for now and forever. Challenge your friends, keep track of the results, and prove that, in fact, you are the smartest guy or gal in the room. Plenty of pools still out there and available. and get a three-month trial if you sign up now. That's Vaulted, V-L-T-E-D. All right, any inquiries from the mobsters or just general criticism of our takes that we can respond to. Uh, Scott asked if the Ramadan thing matters again. I said it, I, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Diara doesn't matter. And Sonogo was just fine. So I am not factoring that into the handicap at all. Uh, I, don't, I think that's, that's pretty much that's it, it, Matthew. So we can, we can keep taking through games. All right. We'll head out to the, uh, back to the desert. Correct. Or no, no, we're going to, um, excuse me, going to the Midwest now for Miami versus Texas. At the T-Mobile Arena, again, shouts to T-Mobile for hosting two of the four venues. Great sponsorship weekend for them. Uh, I was all over Texas against Xavier, one of the smarter takes I've had in quite some time. They're laying we're, eerily... We're doing, we're doing Creighton, San Diego State. Does it really matter? Do we have to go in order? order. There's yes, a There is a graphic on the show. Yes, it matters. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, there's a graphic on the show. I forgot. I thought we were just going to wing it here. Um, yeah, so we'll go to talk Creighton, San Diego State, which is taking place in Louisville. Kentucky, uh, the yum setter there. Aztecs looked pretty damn good against Alabama, who we all thought was basically invincible. They turned it into a rock fight. My concern for the Aztecs here, given even though there's that revenge angle from last year, uh, I think Creighton can play in a rock fight. Mr. McKeon, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, they definitely can. I, I'm happy for both these teams, I suppose. Ma- mainly San Diego State. I'm happy for San Diego State. I didn't want them to win because I want the good teams to win, but San Diego State is a team that we all went to bat for in the preseason. We had them 13, 11, and 16 in our ratings uh, in, in the top 40 countdown. So we are on record as being Aztec believers. Um, we considered them top 10 borderline team all year, and I'm glad they're kind of proving that right now. Creighton, obviously, most people had them top 10. Some had top five. And though we kind of pushed back against the top five narrative, I think most of us would agree they were top 10-ish team coming in. I do think they are a good enough team to make the final four, especially in the current form we're seeing they're, they're very solid on both ends of the floor. They don't do a lot of things wrong. They can stagnate sometimes offensively. And maybe that's worrisome against this great San Diego state defense, but Creighton's defense is, is pretty good as well. Um, I'm going with the more, uh, I would say the coach I trust more, Jim is Greg McDermott. So when a spread is around pick right now, I'm going with the coach. I trust more. I'm going towards Creighton on this one, but I've changed my mind about a hundred times. Yeah, this one's really difficult. Uh, the, the the rematch angle is, is I think, pretty valid. Uh, obviously, both these teams are different from last year. Ryan Nemhard is playing for Creighton. Kalkbrenner's healthy. And Darian Trammell is playing for San Diego State. And he was the best player on the floor against Alabama in a, in a Sweet 16 game. That was part of why we were so high on them, Kai. They had, the, the Aztecs had upgraded their offense between Trammell and Ladie. A couple of additional weapons for a team that really can also stagnate in the half court. Both these defenses are better than both offenses. That makes me lean under. There is some steam up on the total uh, from the open up a point. Still lean towards the under. Not really excited about betting unders at this stage, but 
with both defenses being better than both offenses, both teams having a great rim protector, you're just pretty much uh, worried about a streaky offensive shooting night from the perimeter for both teams, which is entirely possible. But I don't totally envision that happening. Matt, I like San Diego State mostly because I, I just I trust them a little more. I think their guard play is actually a little more trustworthy than Creighton. They're pretty erratic in the backcourt. They're still pretty young. A lot of sophomores making plays there. But do not feel strongly about this one. Uh, just to, just to lean towards San Diego State. Yeah, just to contextualize how good the Aztecs defense has been, um, starting with the Utah State victory in the Mountain West Conference Tournament, they held them to 57 points, 0.84 points per possession. Charleston, 0.83. Berman, 0.83, if I can read my handwriting. And then last game, 0.86 against Alabama. Um, difference here, Creighton, I think, just more physical than those three teams. So I think the Jays can kind of, um, you know, they won't be as bullied or, or coward with the physicality that and the depth that the Aztecs percent, which I think gave them a pretty big edge in those last three games. But I digress. Um, final game, which I was so anxious. I'm just really anxious to talk about Miami, you, as I've just been all over this team, um, double downing in my action takes. But anyway, we're going to Miami, Texas here to KC, T-Mobile Arena, minus four Texas gym. Feels short to me, but I don't know. Miami beats Houston and scores 90 points against the Cougars. Maybe they are. 105 on the power rating scale at this point. I still like Texas. I think it's a ton of points in this game. Uh, best bet for me is the over. I'll get to it after you guys discuss, but what are you looking at here? I will save the overtakes for you because uh, I think you have that more figured out than I do. I, I agree with it. I think you have good angles, so I, I can't wait to hear you really expound They're on that idea. Um, this game, this number's come down a little bit. Four and a half earlier this morning, now flat four pretty much across the board, so a little bit of Miami love. And I, and I buy it. The, the guards have been fantastic. Omir's going to be the best big man on the floor with Disu not out there. And he's been just a monster. He played 32 minutes last game. The ankle injury is completely a thing of the past. Uh, was the best big man against uh, Houston's front line. Arguably the best big man against TJD. That's probably a little bit of a stretch. But he, he's been fantastic against really, really good front lines. And now Texas is more vulnerable in there. So it comes down to the guards, Kai. Both teams are really, really good in the backcourt. I just trust Miami a slight bit more. Carr, Hunter can be a little erratic. Hunter went three for three on threes last night. He might have missed one late, but that's not happening again. He, he is like the yep. epitome of streaky. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with, with Miami here, taking the four points. I think this is closer to a coin flip. Is Wong seven for 10 again, though? Like, good God. I, I know Wong's a good shooter, but seven for 10. Like, that was Pack. Pack was seven. Pack, excuse me. Pack is that's totally even, fair. Uh, seven for 10. Come on. Pack is insane. Pack is like one of the best shooters in the country. Nobody shoots seven for 10 on a consistent basis. Sure, but it's not like a crazy outlier for him. Okay, I'll call it a little crazy. Seven for 10. Maybe not five for 10, but seven for 10 is a lot. Uh, both teams got fortunate in, in shooting uh, splits with San Diego State as well. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I simply want Texas to win this game because I, as much as I like Miami and Laranega, oh man, who doesn't like Laranega? He's fantastic. This is not a championship team. It's just not. Their defense is brutal. Um, uh, Houston did not take advantage of it as they should last night. Um, their Houston's defense was atrocious th themselves, but I do think Texas is good enough, Matt. Even if DC doesn't play, he's a game time decision in this one. They're going to make him go through warmups and we'll see if he plays. I still think they're a better team defensively and offensively than Miami. I think Texas can win this game, compete four points. Yeah, without DC, that might be a little bit of a stretch, especially with how good Miami's guards are. But I am leading Texas here. And again, just hope they win because I want to see a, a good Final Four. 
I respect the you more than than you do, Mister McKinney. I think they're kind of real. I I know their their season long resume doesn't quite speak to that, but uh, and maybe I'm overreacting to the last two games. But to do what they did defensively against two physical teams, um, you know, Indiana and and Houston, both with those front lines, is pretty impressive. Yeah, so, I mean, Houston oh, scored I, 75 points, scored 1.07 points per possession. They weren't like shutting them down. Right, but I don't think they were bullied as much as we thought on the glass. That Definitely was kind not. Of, You're right. That, that's, you know, similar to FAU, where you have these teams that even though they had a reputation of being smaller, they're playing kind of four out, one in. Their guards are tough. I think the stakes are higher now. And so maybe those offensive or the rebounding numbers from the regular season may not be as reflective as a situation where it's like you're all in you know rebounding is kind of an energy effort type thing so maybe these teams that don't i don't know developing hypothesis but to my texas take i think there's points galore in this game um, miami has been an over dream when they've been paired with another team that wants to run um they've been a pace taker sometimes against slower teams but i think texas wants to push um i think you've seen them get caught up in racetrack uh up tempo games the way jabari Sir jabari rice is shooting it from the outside ton of depth off the bench can score in a multitude of ways. So I just think there's easy avenues to points on both ends. Surprised to not see this be bet up so far. I know people are probably still they're waiting, leaning toward under for these. Yeah, they, they might be. Um, but there was an over revenge in the latter part of, uh, I guess the early part of the late last part of the Sweet 16. So maybe people are getting used to those big, hard, bouncy ball, orange peel things that we keep seeing pop on our screens. That's all we have for today's show. Real quick, though, before we get to best bet recaps, any final questions from the mob? Reminder that today's show is sponsored by Underdog, which I so foolishly forgot to mention at the top. Thank you, Jim and Kai, for saving me. Again, use the code FIELD, F-I-E-L-D, to get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Hey, fun way to play, uh, kind of a player prop type of uh, ordeal. So, hey, good for me, by the way. As an aside, I am first place in a player point pool. So, the only thing I've done well. First place in something. Hey, how about something. that? Love, love to hear it. Winner. Medals. Trophies are good. Best bet recap, Jim, to you. FAU plus two. That is my best bet. I'm riding with those guards. I know it's crazy to be against Noel, and I think a lot of people are going to want to trust him. Uh, I will reiterate, I think it was Austin in the chat made the point of FAU cuts out assists. They force ISO ball, and that's big time. Against Noel, uh, K-State, one of the best assist teams in the country, mostly because of Noel. Great point by him. Glad he brought it up. Uh, I like FAU, Kai, plus two. Uh, I don't love any bet, I'll be honest, of all four games, but I, I guess I'm going to go with UConn minus two and a half for my best bet. I do. My biggest future is on them as well, so probably foolish for me at doubling down here, but I love this Husky team. I've loved them all season. I think they're the best team in the country, so just going to push my chips in on them, Matthew. I love FAU. I love, love my true best bet of today's show, Miami, Texas, over. That's 150 the current Bet Rivers price. Thank you, Bet Rivers, for sponsoring our show. And thank you, you guys, for stopping by and listening to our nonsense this morning as we uh, approach the final stretch. I guess we're already in the final stretch. Next show will be coming to you at a date and time to be named later. We will uh, we will tweet that when we have the specifics. That's at 3MW underscore CBB. Until then, go Owls, and good luck tonight on your wagers. <laughs>